everywhere you go. MTN. This is the Big Small Business Show. Welcome back. And now we've been running a series around sales for uh, entrepreneurs. I, I think sales is the lifeblood of every business, but more so for entrepreneurs than anyone else because, you know, we have small businesses and uh, we don't have much fat in the system. And uh, every day that we're not selling is a problem for us. In studio with us today, we've got Dylan Baxter. He's a sales expert. And we've been talking about all sorts of subjects around sales. And today we're going to be talking about uh, actually the effects of COVID on the sales process. You know, Teams, Zoom, uh, Skype, all those kind of uh, platforms where we now are doing sales on those kind of platforms versus, you know, in the days pre-COVID where you would knock on a door, walk in, shake hand, be offered a cup of uh, coffee and sit there and sell your wares. Sales has changed. Lon, 1000% agree with you. But I think as, an, as a small business owner, I'd be very excited at that opportunity because I can go anywhere. I don't have to knock on doors. I don't have to travel anymore. So my cost to go and sell right now is very, very low. It's literally, literally an internet connection. I think the challenge right now that most businesses and small businesses are, are facing is the ability to get the personality across in that interaction via Zoom call. Because at the end of the day, let's face it, people buy from people. So how do you form the rapport? Because for me, I tell you, I'm battling. I, I mean, I love the sales process. I love going out to sell. I love meeting people. In fact, I, I love shaking hands. I don't do it anymore. But I, I love that whole, mm. that, that whole interaction. It was, it, as a salesperson, as yeah. a persona, as a salesperson, I love the energy of, of meeting with people. Now you've got this flat screen. And even worse, they switch off the picture. You like, they, 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 there's not, no one to talk to. You're talking to like, a, you know, you're Dylan Baxter. I'm talking to DB, you know, yeah. like. So, so how do I form rapport in that environment, especially if it's the first time I'm meeting you? Alon, without a doubt, every salesperson is experiencing that. And we, by nature, are, are um, wanting that interaction. So I think our biggest challenge right now is to overcome that as a salesperson. And for me, the first and foremost, what you should be doing, set the ground rules at, uh, when you begin that, uh, that process or that, that meeting with your client. Turn your video on. Ask the, the, the uh, client on the other side to turn theirs on. I understand that bandwidth does come into play, but have that interaction that you can build um, and, and eyeball your, your uh, client initially up front. Presentations online. You're now putting up your PowerPoint slides. How does that work? Is that different? Because before, sometimes people could talk the talk, but now, you know, there's a, I see there's a lot of power, there's a lot of presentations yeah. in sales more so than before. Yeah, and one of the biggest mistakes that salespeople are making right now is they're using that opportunity as their soapbox, and we need to check back in with the uh, potential client or your customer and seeing how they're experiencing that, inter that, that presentation. How do you do that? Okay. You've got to ask the questions. Right. Saying, guys, listen, um, are there any questions at the moment? Make it interactive. It's very one-dimensional. When you've got somebody speaking down at you all the time, well, that's what it feels like. You've got to involve your, the, the participants, whether they are your clients or whether they're just people within your organization. Teams meetings, virtual rooms 
are certainly not a the environment in which you can go and sell. You need to create a better selling environment. And that is involving your client at every juncture of that presentation. At the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. And don't forget to ask for the order at the end of the sale, uh, at, the end, at the end of the presentation. You know, I've heard you write something before around the fact that um, a call is not a meeting that many salespeople are now saying that, you know, there's a difference between a call yes. and a sales meeting. So yeah. I can call you up and say, hi Dylan, I'm from Ray's Corp, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's a call, but, but it, they both can happen on Zoom or, yes. or Teams, but one's not a sales meeting and the other one is. What is your definition of the difference between the two? You've got to differentiate your activities between what is revenue generating and what is relationship building. Uh -huh. And there's a fundamental difference between the two. You've got to have revenue generating meetings. And that's about moving and pushing the sales process through that you eventually get to contract. Relationship calls happen on via Teams. They can happen via cell phones. They can happen, take on many different forms. But don't fall into the trap of mistaking that uh, having a conversation with a client is selling. That's not a revenue generating activity. So just, we've got a minute left. Just if you can give me more specific there. So I'm, first time I'm yeah. calling you. In, my, in my, the old world, I would have arrived, you would have offered me a cup of tea yeah. and I would build a relationship. I would have seen that as a sales meeting, right? So what now, now I, in my call to you, what do I specifically need to be doing in your mind if I worked for you for it to be a sales meeting, not, not a chat? One thing and one thing only. Have I moved that client to the next point in that sales process? If I haven't, go back to the beginning, start your sales process again. If you haven't managed to get the client through to the next stage, you haven't done your work, start again. That's a great way to end it and a really nice crisp definition. Dylan Baxter, thanks so much for your insights and right. uh, I hope you've uh, enjoyed, uh, uh, I think, an important uh, discussion today around how to sell in, in this new normal. Up next uh, is our common business mistake. Well, it's time for our common business mistakes and today I want to talk about networking and more specifically, not networking, common business mistake. We all have networks. We have family networks, we've got business networks, we've got personal networks, we've got all these different networks. Very often there's resonance in, in these networks. There, there's personal relationship, relationships I've developed with, with uh, business people. There are family members who I might be doing business with. Hopefully not if you're in government, but uh, that's another story. But the issue now is what I see with many entrepreneurs is that they actually don't use their networks. They're too afraid to use their networks. They're too afraid to pick up their phone to their network and ask for help. Do you know somebody who can do this? This is not just posting something on Facebook. This is about meeting somebody. This is about calling somebody and saying, I need your help with this, this, and this. I'm looking for access into this corporate. Do you know anyone? Or if you're sitting at a party and you're overhearing somebody who works at a certain place and you want to know who the right contact person is, it's incumbent on you to actually ask them to use your network. That old adage about it's not what you know, it's who you know is so, so true. 
It's more true today than ever before. Common business mistake, not using your network. Use your network. Do not be ashamed. Do not be afraid. Use your network. The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN.